The film and TV show is part of Bridpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BridpodScene.com or follow Bridpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Get over here! Welcome. You're here to compete in Mortal Kombat. Hadouken! Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. I hope you're doing okay on this lovely evening. Uh, it's a bit brisk outside, but you know, that's, uh, that's the way it is now, it's November. Um, I'm joined this evening by Alex and Andrew. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello. Hi there. How are we, alright? Very good, thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Good, good. <laughs> you just got, you can hear that in the background, can't you? Yeah, just ticking away. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. That's uh, uh, tonight's theme is uh, video game movies or video game films, uh, depending on where you're listening in the UK or in the US. So, uh, you know, I thought I'd chuck in a little bit there to, to kind of get us in a little bit of little bit of a mood, you know. It's good. Um, this week's tea of the week is my brand new dodgeball one, which says if uh, it says the five. D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive and dodge. And that's done by Sorella Print. So if you need anything uh, customised, go and see them. I'm also wearing my film and TV hoodie as well. So, uh, which is quite nice. Pardon? <laughs> All blinged up All today. blinged up, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much. It's a massive help. If you can leave us a review, that'll be awesome. It helps people to find us more organically um, and obviously helps us to do a little bit better as well. Uh, if you can follow us on uh, Facebook, FTV Show, Instagram, Film and TV Show, and also Twitter at The FTV Show, that'll be awesome as well. So, video game films, uh, I don't know where you want to kick off, guys, because there's, there's quite a few of them. There's quite a few, well, well yeah, I was well, going to say there's I, quite a few horrendous ones, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of inspired, on that note of horrendous films, I'm kind of inspired by the fact that I had Hadouken and uh, the Street Fighter film. Yes, Wow, what a piece of cinematic magic that film is. I think it's got to be Jean-Claude Van Damme's best the film ever. finest work you have ever seen. I mean, <laughs> I had Alex around, uh, it must have been six months ago, a year ago, I don't know. Yeah. We were like, oh, it popped up on Netflix or whatever. I was just like, oh, let's give it a watch. I've never seen it before. It can't be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't believe you hadn't seen it before then. How wrong was I? Yeah. There's... Yeah. There's one film that I can think of that's worse than that, um, and I, I doubt many people have even seen it. It's the Super Mario Brother movies. Yes, that oh, movie. That's it's got Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo and my and Dennis God. Hopper. We'll get, but we'll get to that yeah. in a bit because yeah. I do want to talk about. But oh. let's talk Street Fighter first because Hadouken <sighs> was on there. Um, yeah, it's just. I mean, it's a great game. When I first, yeah. I remember playing the very, very first Street Fighter. Yeah, and I was like, "Yes, this is amazing!" You know, you're fighting off, and you want you want to get to Bison. Yeah, that's obviously yeah. where you want to get. And you've got like Blanca and Vega, and you've got to get past all of them. Chun Li, Chun Li, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to get past all of them to depending on who you are. I was always Ken. Ken, I always like to be. I always like to be Ken. Oh, I don't Ken know why. Ken are you? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it's just it, it was a great game, and when they brought out the film, I was like. Yeah, this could be good. Oh. And it was just, it, 
it was horrific. It was great. Yes. It was great fun for what it was, which was just basically an absolute piss take of the game. There was no yeah. nothing serious about it. And it's good that it didn't take itself too seriously, but there were parts in it when you think, really, this is actually kind of going a little bit like serious, serious. Yeah, yeah, and it just felt like I love. It was so low budget, like I love just it. rubbish, it's... like just absolute garbage. That. The John Claude Van Damme inspirational speech that he gives. <laughs> like, oh. I was going to get a clip of that and I was going to play it, but I just thought, no. Because <laughs> yeah, it's... it's just like, if you want to go home, or do you want to come with me? And it's just like, oh, I want to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. <laughs> they said that the war's been cancelled. Great, let's go home. <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's just. It's just it's cheese. It's yeah, just pure just, cheese I, that clogs up your arteries and makes you want to die. Yeah, <laughs> but if you but if you watch it, it is it, for what it is. It's just cheese. And if you like the films, obviously you, you you can see the characters in there. I mean, the bit that gets me is when he's uh, when John Claude Van Damme plays Guile. Yeah, he's up. He faces off against Bison, who's played by the amazing Raul Julia. But he's so kind of like he looks so out of place. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> as Bison, like, he looks. What are you what? doing here? <laughs> He looks so out of place, but that he he did that on the back of Adam's family. Yeah, and I just think, oh, dude, you should have stuck to Adam's family. Yeah, yeah, right. right. You shouldn't have taken the extra paycheck. But when they're fighting off, and um, and Van Damme kicks him, and then he kind of flexes his muscle, it's like bang, and a big massive American flag. Yeah, and it's like, dude, ain't even American. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's Belgian. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, we'll just ignore that. Yeah, oh. we'll just ignore that absolute That's cannon it. fodder right there. And but... Kylie Minogue. Yeah, let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah, I oh, know <laughs> Kylie Minogue. Uh, who does she play? Cammy? Was yeah. it? Was it Cammy? Let me see. Yeah. I've got it. I, I've got it written down here. Uh, yeah, she played Cammy. I feel like I'm having post-traumatic like, <laughs> flashbacks right now while I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, about this movie. Yeah, I'm, trying, just like, I'm trying no. not to recall any more <sighs> of it, but it's coming back. And the, <laughs> oh. the guy that turns into Blanker, or is it who? Yeah, is? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just like what? What is? But going even when on you there? see, when even when you see the, I mean, in the in the car in the game, yeah, he's quite, you know, he's green. Is he yeah. green with purple yeah. hair? O- orange hair. Orange, orange hair. hair yeah. And then in the film, he just looks like a really crap version of the original Hulk. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just looks even worse than Lou Ferrigno did as the yeah, Hulk. It's just yeah. like, are you even trying? Yeah. Well, like, I suppose, I mean, I, I, you have to forgive some of it because like, special effects then aren't what they are now. And you wonder what they could do now. But that was still only but, 1994. Yeah. They still had half decent effects. I mean, Christ, if they could make aliens like they did, an alien, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think maybe they just couldn't be bothered to put the money in it must have been pretty low budget it didn't do very well at but then when you think about it the 90s was kind of most films were all um based around arcade games Mm. that's when they first started to come out Mm. i mean street fight i don't think street fight was the first Uh, i can't even remember which one was the first but um Mm. it was well mortal kombat was pretty uh, is that older? Mortal Kombat was 95 it was afterwards it was 95, yeah Mortal Kombat come afterwards mm. but yeah Street Fighter was just kind of like the first I, I think it was probably the first mainstream foray into probably in, into gaming films because you know even Resident Evil didn't come out until 2002 oh yeah yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> just so many winners there <laughs> I know I know well, we can go th- we can go through all of them um, you know I mean Street Fighter is is just what it is. I mean, the games were great and the premise was great. It was just a one-on-one battle and then you get to the mm. final, whereas the film was kind of like putting this whole team together. It was like a really p- 
poor man's version of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose the, the difficulty with with a film like a film adaptation of Street Fighter is that even in the Street Fighter games, there's not a lot of plot. Like, you know, there's the, there's often like a you get a a bit of a certainly with the original ones, you get like a bit of a paragraph of who this guy your character you're playing is mm. and their motive for getting to you know like in the Tekken games in the similar way. You, who your guy is, what's his motive to get the money or whatever it is. Is he after the money or is he to save someone? And then you get to the end and that's it. And there's no explanation of in between and there's nothing kind of, you know, there's no overarching plot of no why they're doing of, Yeah, as to why they're fighting each and every fighter. <clears throat> it's just they're fighting. Yeah. And that's the and, game. And that's the game. And Whereas when you're building a film, you've then got to extrapolate some sort of plot out of why these characters are all punching each other. I mean, the one the one in that is, is Bison wants to take over the world and create Bisonopolis, which yeah. is obviously a brilliant name, and he yeah, wants well. to be like the overseeing leader, and he wants to do all this, that, and the other, and, and he goes up against Steadfast, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and mm. it's just like, oh, dude. <laughs> and Vega wants revenge for his burnt face. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does, and uh, and you got you got also got Zangief as well, <laughs> who's in it as well. Oh, yeah, um, he is. Oh. much better in Wreck It Ralph, much better. Yeah, yeah, the character in Wreck It yeah. Ralph. But then <clears> that's <throat> also based on arcade games is. in a way, isn't it? Wreck It Ralph. That's kind of and that's a more upbeat sort of film. That's the only successful video game yes. film that I've. I love that film. That I, can I think, think it's of. brilliant. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah. Thinking on, on my list of video game success films. I, that's probably one of one, maybe. I, yeah. I, I can't think of any. That it, was the one that instantly came to mind when I was thinking, "What's a good video game it, film?" And it's not depends. even a video game adaptation, really. Is no, it? it's just but it's just got video games yeah. in it, isn't it? But it does it well. Like that's the difference in it. That's it, it pulls yeah. it off. There's not many video game movies that come to mind, and you're like, "Oh, that was in." Well, there are some that are enjoyable for reasons of them being bad, and. Yes. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat. Well, oh, see, yeah, yeah, Kombat I like Mortal. But see, I like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I thought I actually liked that. I thought that was good. Original's great. Yeah, yeah. Then we've got Annihilation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other ballpark with some of the worst CGI <laughs> at the end of it. Yeah, again. but then, yeah, but it's then, like clay animation, stop motion, or something. Oh, it's true. It is. It is terrible. Yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous. But the original was great, and I yeah, loved the original I, yeah, Mortal I Kombat. I thought one. it was really good. I thought it was it was different because you're taking the you're taking an, a quite an iconic game, yeah. and you think, well, actually, they probably did it after Street Fighter. They probably started production before or during mm. Street Fighter, mm. thinking, well, you know, let's see how this goes and let's see what we can do. And I actually thought that the Mortal Kombat one was a lot better oh, yeah. Yeah. than they probably thought it was going to be. Because, mm. you know, you had all of the... Um, I mean, you had uh, Christopher Lambert yeah. as Lord Raiden. Yeah. I mean, that was just brilliant in himself. I love Christopher Lambert. I think he's amazing. He's all right. Yeah. And then he got his, <laughs> he's all right. He got his hair cut for the second one, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he came back with yeah, the, but, the buzz cut. Yeah, but the second one was rubbish. <laughs> Second one, I, I like the first one. I like the guy, I, I like the baddie in it. I think oh, he's actually... Shang Tsung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like yeah. him. I think he's pretty he, he's awesome. He's quite famous though, that guy, isn't he? He's done quite a lot since, that yeah. actor. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's been in lots of stuff as, well... Evil Chinese and guy. Evil, evil Chinese guy. Um, <laughs> evil know. Chinese guy number one. Yeah, well, you know, or like something along those lines. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat film, actually, having said that. Um... There are two other fighting films that we are yet to touch on. Um, we, I'm sure we'll get to them. I'm sure mm. that there's a couple, that, that, there's a few that I, I can probably think of. But, but yeah, no more. 
I mean, the thing with Mortal Kombat is it takes thing, takes people like Sub Zero and Scorpion. I love them in the game. Yes, mm. I think yeah, they are yeah. awesome. And the the actors actually did them, played them. Were actually really good. Mm. And I thought they played them really, really well. You know, the scene right at the very beginning where Sub Zero comes on and you've got the like the 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 whole lines of. I guess they're slaves or whatever they yeah, are. And then one yeah. guy comes on, he starts punching and kicking the air and doing flips and everything. And he's yeah, just like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to like freeze you. And, and his head it. just lands at the bottom, bottom of his, uh, bottom of his foot. And he just kind of picks him up. And you just think, actually, that's pretty decent. Yeah. That's not bad. Is. When you compare the CGI between that and Street Fighter, yeah. there's no comparison. It's only a year, if that. Yeah. The thing is that Mortal Kombat has an amazing storyline once you get into the, um, into it like uh, there's the games expand way more than uh, most fighters it has a completely crazy concept but it's still really enjoyable to watch uh even with the sort of limited budget that that movie seemed to have had may have mm. had a really good budget i don't know it's uh it's... But, but then you think you think you know y- yes i think there's the you could say the the plot in mortal kombat games now is better than street fighter games are now but when when that film came out, what there must have been Mortal Kombat one and two, maybe. Yeah. And there was no plot at all in those games. I, I mean, at all. No, it was just kind of go around and fight it, it people. Was, it and... was just a violent kind of, you know. Well, there was up. there was still the opening scroll in those uh, in those early ones. You still had the scroll where it was like Earth needs to gather its mightiest defenders uh, to take place in the Mortal Kombat tournament to defend against Nether uh, Out Outworld or Outrealm. Yeah, one of whatever. Them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there was a basis for it as much as uh, Street Fighter had. Um, yeah, with its yeah, but the, the plot was <laughs> a lot. Julia, yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah. the plot was a lot stronger in uh, in Mortal Kombat than. Yeah. I literally keep getting flashbacks of his maniacal grin on his face. It's, <laughs> it's haunting. See, talking just talking about it just brings yeah. it all back. Yeah, it just brings it all back. I, I remember as a as a kid actually being quite scared of. The first scene where you see Shang Tsung kill his brother, yes. Kang's brother, mm. and like you know, he like properly breaks his back over his knee or something like that, or yeah. however he does it. And I remember being like, "This is really fun." Like as a kid, I was like, "This is actually quite scary." I'm not sure, you know. That I mean, that was the for me as a kid, that was the scariest scene of the whole film. Yeah, because it's kind of but set on like, the top of a hill, isn't yeah. it? And you've got the fight, you've got the lightning and, and the he thunder. Just, like, Help me! And he's like, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, that just happened!" And mm. we're not even five minutes in. And, you know, I remember actually being quite scared, which is, it's, you know, it's a testament to what it was when I was a child. But, you know, I just thought it was very, you know, I, I thought it, it was... A, it was it, definitely you know, a dark subject to yeah. broach fairly early like, on in the film. Well, it was um, 1995, and you think, you know, they've they've gone hard in with, with that. And, and the mm. only downside to that is that that plays a massive part throughout the film, in like his ghost and everything. You think, oh, mm. like right at the end, he's kind of like... Oh, save me! It's like, well, I can't save you. You're already dead. Yeah. It's like, what, what do you want me to do? I ain't gonna die. It's just kind of like, uh, it's just a bit. Yeah. Um, that guy uh, who plays um, <laughs> Chang Sung, Kerry uh, Hiroyuki Tagawa, is sixty. Sorry, that should have. I should have remembered. You should have remembered that. Absolutely. That. He was in Kubo and the Two Strings in 2016. He was. He's. He's in the Man in the High Castle Netflix series. Yeah. Um, Planet of the Apes. Um, the Last Emperor, Forty Seven Ronin, Pearl Harbor, Rising Sun, Electra, License to Kill. It was in Tekken, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which, which we'll, we'll just skip over Tekken. Oh, um, I quite enjoyed Tekken actually. He was in the Phantom as well, right. which I think is that uh, 
an Alec Baldwin film? That's that a Billy Zane. A Billy film. Zane film. Oh, is it? That was one of them. With the purple get up and the. Yeah, it, that was awful as well. Crazy. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm thinking of The Shadow. Yeah, The Phantom is Billy Zane. I'm thinking of The Shadow. Both <laughs> very, very similar. Um, but yeah, so he was in that. He was also in um, Kickboxer 2, Space Rangers, Ninja Apocalypse. Mm, apparently, of course, yeah, of course, 2014, Balls of Fury. He was in that. <laughs> yes, he was a bad guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah, oh. he was a bad guy in Balls of Fury. Yeah, now see, now that that was a, well, we we can't. There's nothing to do with it, you know. But yeah, Christopher Walken was in it as well. James Hong, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been in quite a few. Yeah. Unfortunately, he has been typecast as, yeah. as bad Chinese man yeah. number one. He's 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 kind of got that evil villain face yeah. i don't know what it is but i mean maybe because my first experience of him was shang Tsung, which is to be pretty fair, evil villain as far as it goes but yeah he's been in a lot more movies that i've seen but i've not really recognized him so he's got like a like he can he doesn't just play the evil evil chinese guy like number one because yeah. he's playing different roles and he sort of blends into the background, but I think that's his problem. He just blends into everything. Yeah, he's very forgettable, which yeah. is a shame because he's actually pretty damn scary in Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat. But he's got a really commanding voice. Yeah, he's got a quiet presence as well because he kind of takes the lead in it. Really, as the you know, as the lead bad guy, he mm. does kind of take <clears> the lead a bit. So it's when you think they were, they were you know braver than some directors today to go with a, a Chinese you know lead character when you know. Matt Damon instead, would have instead done. Of, yeah, instead of Matt Damon, yeah, or, you know, <laughs> whitewashing the films, yes. like, you know, mm. they might do today. But. Yeah. Right, let's play a couple of songs and then we will come back. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Choose your destiny. Flawless victory. Jack's Dunlop Jade 
Listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. on Heroid Community Radio. Stop. 
Yeah, how good was that? So you had the Mortal mm. Kombat in there, it's like, Mortal Kombat! That gets like, me pumped. Yes. <laughs> and then I decided to throw in a little bit of uh, Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> Walk the Dinosaur. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers, because it wasn't. <laughs> it was you that mentioned it to me, because yeah. I completely forgot, and I was just like, oh my god, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that, because it it's got Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, uh, Dennis Hopper as King Cooper. It's like... <sighs> Seriously, so he looks like a really poor version of a Klingon. Yeah, because he's got the slick back <laughs> hair and the. It's like, not even hair though. It's just like it's like he's had implants in his head. Yeah, it's 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 so weird because they took something so happy and jovial, you know, Super Mario. Yeah, and they and they did the dark and gritty on it, but only cert, certain parts. Like yeah, it was just so odd. It's like so the, odd. It's because it's kind of, it's set in the future, like a dystopian future. Yeah. And, you know, which of course you pull straight out of the Mario games. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, that's not how I remember it. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't remember a bleak dystopian future <laughs> no. where, where they kidnap someone and, yeah. you, and you know, everything's Kidnapper like. Kidnap a princess who's, yeah. Not, yeah, a who, princess. who's not a princess in the movie. <laughs> who's not a princess, but they call her a princess anyway. Yeah. And, and it, what gets me is What's just. What's her name, princess? <laughs> No. Is it Daisy, isn't it? Princess Daisy. Daisy. Found her at the local strip club. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, it's just like when they get nicked and it's like, what's your name? Mario. What's your first name? Mario. Mario. So your, your name's Mario Mario. Yeah. What's your name? I guess your name's Mario. No, I'm Luigi. Luigi what? Luigi Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Right. How many Marios are It's like he just told you. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. That's it. The it's joke's like, over. Yeah, yeah, the joke's over. It's just like, that's not even funny though. Yeah. I mean, I like John Leguizamo, don't get me wrong, but in, I mean, that's just like... Oh, All God. the actors that have been in it have gone on record at some point or another and said they regret doing it, I mean, which is a credit to them as human beings. Really. Well, yes. I mean, you've got Bob Hoskins played Smee, and you would have thought that that would kind of been his worst ever like rock bottom point. But no, 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 it's Super how, Mario. I'm Robert. sorry, how dare you? I actually Hook like him more as Smee. But I love him as Smee. I love Hook. I absolutely love Hook, and I love him as Smee, but... You can just imagine him saying, you know, a bit like Alec Baldwin did about um, Rock of Ages. You can imagine him saying, oh, it was the worst film. So like, hang on, hang on. Here's one more that's really crap. Mm-hmm. It's the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. And it was just it was just rubbish. Yeah. And it was just, there was nothing wrong. I mean, you had all this, like, goop crap running have, around. Have and... you seen it, Andrew? I, I, yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was going to bring, no, no, bring it round on watch like, it some again. sort of DVD and force you to watch it. No, thank and you. And then run away. I, um... No, you should still do that. You should <laughs> no, still force a DVD on him. Please don't. Because it's got nothing. <laughs> really don't want to watch it has it, absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the games. Yeah. Whatsoever. I know people can say, well, how can you take the game? But you could kind of make it a little bit upbeat, not you like dark and dingy. And there are these two plumbers that have to save the world. It's like. It's, it's, it, sound, it sounds more like, uh, have you seen the robot chicken where they Mario and Luigi end up driving into, uh, yeah, into what, San Andreas GTA. or whatever it is? They drive, <laughs> so they, they, the road to Mario Kingdom is closed, so they drive into San Andreas and end up, you know, they're looking for Princess, who ends up being, as what you can imagine. Yeah. And, uh, she has they, some you know, magic the, the, mushrooms, magic mushrooms and they get high and they start, you know, the, all the stars keep coming up and they're like, Mario gets shot and killed by the police. <laughs> and then, like, Luigi's like, no, you killed my brother. <laughs> no. Absolutely... And then at the end, Yoshi turns left instead of right and ends Raccoon up in Raccoon City. City. Sounds like Brilliant. Uh, that in itself is already a better five minute clip than the entire Mario. That would movie. that would make a much better film than <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers film. But that was in '95 as well. Yeah, mm. it feels like it should be older because it was worse. 
it, but you just kind of think, oh. Well, but what gets me is they're meant to be Italian, right? Bob Hoskins is the most American guy you will ever come across. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I know John Leguizamo, but he's flipping, he's, he's uh, what is he? Is he Me- he's not Mex- Mexican, I think. You know, he's not, uh, is he Mexican? I think so. I think he's Hispanic. But I yeah, he's definitely, his- well, he's definitely Hispanic. He ain't Italian. <laughs> he's, he's as far removed from Italian as I am. Yeah. But you just kind of think, oh, really? Because, I mean, how they can even say they're brothers, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, are they... Uh, he's American-Colombian. American-Colombian. <laughs> Okay. Very Italian. Very Italian. Yeah, <laughs> very, very Italian. Italian. And you just think, really? I mean, how, I can't even remember how they play off that they're brothers. I, I don't. I don't want to remember anymore. Thank you. Plumbing, plumbing? <laughs> this, is, this is me done with this. <laughs> Bob Hoskins is English, actually. He yes. just plays a very good American in the film, yeah. obviously. Well, yeah. And I, but again, not Italian. Yeah. At all. It's like really because mm. there's whole based around. It's just. Yeah, it's just one of those films that you can you can watch it and you'll think, oh my God, what the hell is this? <laughs> Who made this and was like, yep, this is the final cut I'm happy with. Here, take it. <laughs> yeah, Let's here. show this to other people. <laughs> I mm. kind of imagine the first test audience uh, a bit like the Ark of the Covenant when it's open for the <laughs> yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they just, they, they just put bars through the doors so you can't get out. <laughs> it's just like... You will, give us, yeah. you will give us good reviews. Yeah, yeah. You will say this is the best film ever. Rate and it is this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh. it, it's probably worse than Street Fighter. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has yeah, to be I, worse yeah. than Street Fighter. I mean, Street Fighter at least has some kind of, I don't know, comedy value, I guess, because of the characters you're seeing. And like they're kind of a n- nostalgia mixed with comedy, whereas the Mario film mm. is just... Yeah, it's just awful. But that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know. Ninety-five is the pinnacle of when they came out, and you can kind of forgive them at a point because they get things wrong, and it's the first time that these have ever been done. And you'd think from that point onwards, things would start to get better. But you look at the later stuff that's been brought out, and they're still making horrible, horrible mistakes. Yeah, like really bad. Like unbelievable uh, movies with huge budgets are coming out. We're going to touch on Assassin's Creed <coughs> later. But, Assassin's Creed, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. With like really good uh, actors in there, they could like act the hell out of anything on a good day, and still the story is so garbage, even with a really good source material. Well, mm. let's talk about Assassin's Creed. Yeah, no, let's, let's not let's wait. Let's in. talk about it because yeah. I, I think it's garbage. Yeah, yeah, well, it well you, you watched Alex around, watched it around my house because I bought it. So I was like, I love the Assassin's Creed games. I've played all of them up to Syndicate yeah. to completion, and honestly, uh, we we had no idea what was going on, what the plot was about. So, so we know the principle of the Animus and you know the yep. Assassin's Order and the Templars, and still by the end of the film, you have no idea. What's going on? What They're... the motives are of your pe- your main characters? And you're like, if we don't understand it, knowing as much about the games that we do, how on earth is a person who has never played an Assassin's Creed game but has gone, oh yeah, I've heard about that game series, goes and watches the film? Hello, they're going to be so lost. That's me. Like, well, it's... yeah, like that's me. There are things in that movie I had to sit and Google afterwards just to find out what they meant. Yeah, uh, and you should never have to do it. A movie should either explain either with exposition. Uh, which is talking to the audience through uh, a character or a narrator, 
or it should show you yeah. and it should fully explain. It should not have to rely on going to the Wikipedia entry, scrolling down to the characters and then typing into the Assassin's Creed wiki uh, to see if that means makes any sense at all. Mm. Yeah. It's like you can't you can't assume that everyone that's watching a film knows everything about this universe like even to a more in-depth level than I know, because some of the characters are related to assassins that you yeah. you've played in previous games, but they never say it. No, they no, just they... assume that you know because this guy is black, therefore yeah. he must be related to the only black assassin in the games that you play, yeah, or something. It's... You know, in there are the three. Yeah, the three like, people what? were um, the basically the assassins that team up with Michael Fassbender to escape the facility. Yeah, like, spoiler alert, but. No one really cares, and you shouldn't care about this movie, and yeah. I wouldn't even suggest going and seeing it. Um, but there are three characters. One of them is related to Arno, who is from Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, another is related to the assassin trainer in Assassin's Creed 3, which is the black guy. Uh, Achilles. Yeah. yeah, Achilles. And I completely and the, forget. And the, the Asian guy is related to one of the spin-off mini-games, Assassin's yeah. Creed Chronicles China, which I equally, again, I have played, but it's just not... it's just a relative. You, he, you, this person is not in the actual game. Yeah, it's just you're assuming that these people that people are going to look this up and go, oh, perhaps that was a person. That... Maybe if there was a name drop, but they don't e- they don't even get named on screen. No, it's left completely up to you to either find out or like link very very like. Well, you go on IMDb and go, oh look, that's their name. That's a French sounding name. Perhaps they're linked to the French. Yeah, and and then Wikipedia, and it's just, it was just. Well, I, I watched it as a, I've never played the games. Mm. I've only ever kind of I, I know about the games, and yeah. I've seen the adverts, and I've I've seen the overpriced packaging for the for the games, and I thought, yeah, yeah. you know, I'll see the film, I'll see what it's like, and I and I was kind of like got to the end, and I thought, wow, mm. what a crap. Yeah, yeah. Well, just... I mean, I don't like Mar- Michael Fassbender in the best of films, but he was absolutely dog in this film, and I thought, mm. oh, do you know what? I ain't even going to bother, and just like Alex said, don't even bother watching it. Mm. Not at all. I mean, there aren't very many, you know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, like, uh, Andrew knows this. Like, I loved the Assassin's Creed series from like day one. Yeah, well, so do I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still um, love it. That Still movie it. and like some of the later things that they've talked about uh, recently with like the Assassin's Creed Two movie that's coming out has stopped me buying the newest game. Like, I just don't want to put any money behind it if they're going to continue to bring out yeah. what is essentially just money traps. Yeah. Well, and it's and it's interesting because I don't know if you remember Alex, they they made a kind of not a mini series but like it was either two episodes or something where it tells the story about Ezio from Assassin's Creed to Brotherhood Revelation. Oh, that was the catch up. Uh, so so, it, yeah. so it made a li- two little episodes or something about his father, which then lead into the, the Assassin's Creed two. So you know a bit more about his father, which you don't really learn about until mm. later in the game. Assassin's Creed Two, and that was good. I thought that was quite good. I mean, it's only like ten ten minutes, like pretty low budget stuff. But you know he's an assassin. You know what's going on, and yeah. it it feeds into the story of the game, and it just it works so much better. Mm. And I felt like you have a better film, and again in that ten minutes than when they've extrapolated it into a two hour film that. They're going, okay, well, we're not going to make it a film about any of the game's storylines in particular. But then equally, we're not really going to tie it into the universe we've built. It's just going to be like, you know, dropping assassins' names. And I honestly, I really do wonder whether, like, Hollywood thinks they're just too good to use some of the source material to its full advantage. They think, oh, no, it's 
oh it's children's video games uh, i'm a i'm a film film director i can i can create some something far far more yeah. intriguing uh more thought provoking and they bring out this rubbish and i don't have to I, I don't really have to tell you because you've seen it you the choppy editing between it's like action awful. sequences mm. oh it is shocking it is it, it's just bad overall the editing's mm. rubbish the post production they and they spent a lot of money on that mm. as well by mm. all accounts mm. and it's just done nothing but then mm. when you look when you compare assassin's creed to something like um resident evil the original resident evil mm. now that was good because yeah, that took the that original source material and expanded on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the, yeah. the first Resident Evil, I thought, was really, really good. When yeah. it got to, like, the 10th film, I it's kind a, of thought... Yeah, it gets a bit rinse and repeat, but that's, it's yeah. it's just another zombie film, isn't it, really? At the yeah. End of it. I mean, you, by by that point in the series, you know, after the first two or three, it's not really got any relevance to any plot that's in the games kind of thing. It's no. just... It's just taken, How can we make another film that's going to make us some more money? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just mm. taken one massive plot line <clears throat> and just spread it out over the last six films. And you just think, oh, that's ridiculous. Because the first, because you had uh, Resident Evil, then you had Nemesis, and then yeah. you had... Mm-hmm. You're actually going to try and name them all. <laughs> Ex- uh, yeah, I what don't know that? what the third one is. Apocalypse? But, uh, might be Apocalypse. There's I don't Afterlife. Know. Afterlife as well. Afterlife, there's Retribution. The, yep, then there's the final chapter, then the final, final <laughs> chapter, and then the final, final, final chapter. And then the end. Um, no, not really. Yeah, but, but yeah, no. But you know, the first two or three tied in really well with the games. They were yeah. really, really. Well. I mean, I love playing Resident Evil. The very, very first ever Resident Evil. Mm. I loved. You know, walking into the house and going up the stairs, and you yeah, got the. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just mm. it was so old and cheesy and cliched. But when they put it into a film, it was actually pretty decent. You know, mm. Mila Jovovich as Alice is. Yeah. She's actually. Yeah. Very, very good as Alice. Yeah. Um, Michelle, is it Michelle Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez. Is, yeah, she was really good in it as well. Um, and the, the overall arc of the, the original, it was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I thought that, you know, that is how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Just not the rinse and repeat. Like I you say, the, I think the, like, I, I really enjoyed the first one because actually the zombies don't turn up till about halfway through. Mm. Yeah. Because they're actually, their first point is... There's you a know lot something's story building gone wrong. tension. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, it's done it's really film. well. But yeah. it does though, yeah. because you've got all, you know it's all you know you've got the hive is all locked down. You've got people <clears> are down there. You know the doors are locked. The computer's working against you, and all this kind of stuff. You know, I mean the laser scene. Yeah, is just phenomenal. Mm, devastated when it grids up. You're like, oh. Yeah, you just see it and just think, yeah, and it's like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like slices straight through him. Yeah, um, but. That was great, and the mm. the premise was good, and the execution was really, really good. Mm. You know, and in comparison to Assassin's Creed, they should have just done something like Prince of Persia. Mm. They could have gone down that route <laughs> and actually done it from the original source, mm. as opposed to being all lardy dal Billy Big Bollocks, and try and make it too convoluted and long-winded. Well, just think- yeah, I mean, the, the thing I found with the Assassin's Creed film is that, like, the Assassin's Creed, like, plot and story is quite complicated already yes. to begin with. So to try and make it more complicated and convoluted is not what you want to do because I, it's, it's complicated I, enough as it is. Ideally, you know? all they could have done was had the movie set primarily in the past Yep. with the character, whenever the character goes to sleep, maybe having flashes of reality. Yeah. And then at the very end, Bam! You're in modern day setting, and yeah. it's him coming out of the animus. Now for the that first would time. have been yeah. a hell of a lot better than what. And it would have been yeah. a perfect setup for a sequel to expand on what the hell was happening when. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Instead and of like all this 
And, and like, my, my most my most frustrating thing about that film, I will, I will stop talking about it in a minute. But the most frustrating thing was the scene near the end where Fassbender, uh, so spoiler alert, Fassbender uh, goes into the main Templar meeting, whatever, and kills the woman's dad. Yeah, whoever it is. Yeah, the main. She Templar. lets him go in there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it looks like yeah, she actually she wants him to be killed. Then he walks out. And she acts all angry and pissy about it, as if she didn't want him to kill him. I know. And you're like, so hold on. Did, were you happy that he died, or were you not happy? It, it, the clues in the name, love, assassin. On the, on the way in, you seemed perfectly fine for him to go in and kill him, because you didn't raise the alarm, but on the way out, you're really pissed off about it. Yeah. Like, it just didn't, like, and it left you like, what? Like, I know. so... It's, it, it's just, yeah. ugh. Oh. And on that very, very frustrating note, let's play a couple of songs.
Hey! This is Michael Winslow, and you're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. Please press the hash key for more now. Hmm, that was not the hash key. When the little blue bird who has never said a word starts to sing. That, that reminds me of Tank Girl. It's not from Tank Girl, but no, totally no. reminds me of it. Um, so let's talk about Doom. Yes. With Dwayne The Doom. Rock Johnson and Carl Urban. Yeah. Carl Dredd Urban. Yes. Yeah. Um, the only decent part is where it goes into first person mode at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Just bit. Love that straight bit, and it's like, no, there's actually some build up, and I enjoy the build up. There is some build up to it. it, it it's a half decent. And there's some yeah. great cheesy moments when they pick up all the guns, and it's like, codename Reaper. Codename Dutch or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh, what, what's the rock? I've got uh, the, the, the rock BFG. is called Sarge. Sarge. That's oh. it. Sarge. There's Sarge. Doesn't get the a real kid, name. No. Reaper. Destroyer. Um, Pinky. Dexter Fletcher plays Pinky. Yeah. yeah. I remember him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It was. It was okay as a, as an action film goes. But but yeah. I mean, I, I as I was saying before the show, like my favourite bit is the bit where it goes first-person shooter, and I felt that that was something that I'd never seen in a film before and actually was really different and really, like, not like a cinema, you know, not cinema magic, but it felt like uh, now I'm actually looking like I'm playing the game, you mm-hmm. know, as Carl Urban, you know, doing, the, you know, exactly like you would play the game, you know, yeah. in that kind of first-person mode. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've just brought out that film, is it Hardcore Harry? 
or something Henry. like that. Henry. It's on Amazon Prime. You've got access to this. You know, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but the, the, again, <laughs> the principle of that they, in this one, they've first done person. the whole film in first person. Yeah. It's like something so innovative and like you know where mm. where films are struggling to stand out from the crowd. Something like that is something so different. Absolutely, so, you know. I'd love it if they uh, made like hardcore <clears throat> into a, like a, a VR thing that you could just put on your head. See, and now that would be that awesome would be and like fully envelop your yes. eyes, not just be like on a flat screen. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Doom, Doom was okay. I mean, you, mm. we were talking about it. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Mm. There's another one as well. See, with I like An- <clears throat> Angelina Jolie. Rubbish. It was it, it was good. It was it was, it was good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me, she was always Lara Croft. When you know, growing up, she was always yes, Lara yeah, Croft because yeah. you know, with the, the little hot pants and the, the black top, and you know, it's got Chris Barry in it. Were, were and they helpful in your formative years? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I think that was yeah. that was pretty much it. And the pouting, obviously, yeah. you know. Um, no, but I actually liked. It. I mean, I like John Voight in it. I think he's actually quite yeah. not in it a lot. I mean, you've got Daniel Craig, yeah. Dougie Scott, uh, Chris Barry as Hillary. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it it's not a great. It didn't have great source material. We were talking about the new one with uh, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the source material was a lot better for that because mm. well, it's, it's gone. It's gone much further away from you know when the first Lara Croft games came out. There was one reason they made Lara Croft the way she was because they were you know meeting the demographic of gamers at that time. Yes, you know. Uh, the the oversexualized aspect of her days. was that that was it that was all Lara Croft was really whereas now actually you know having played the the first of the new Lara Croft games she's a very different character you know she's much more a uh, she's a real early, human being early, yeah well she's in like early twenties she gets you know shipwrecked on a on an island and you know she nearly gets raped by people she you know gets in several you know situations where she's getting you know cuts and and you know bruises gun wounds all this kind of stuff and she's having to you know like sear her wounds shut and all this kind of stuff i'm really making glad her much more realistic i'm really glad you didn't say she gets pummeled because <clears throat> oh, you yeah. know it could be taken different ways well, yeah not not in that way no i know um but, but yeah no you're right in, t- in terms of like you know i mean alex was saying in, in <laughs> the in, in the inter- really bad joke there i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna say it's kevin spacey on the island oh, no, <laughs> no. No. Too soon. Um, you know, Alex was saying in, his, in the intermission, like some of the characters that you get in films and stuff, you know, both male and female can come across as invincible and they never get a cut or a scratch. And you just feel like, well, there's no, I don't feel any threat for them because they're just going to win. You know, whereas, mm. you know, this new, and, and to a certain extent, you felt that way about the old Lara Croft, whereas I feel like the new Lara Croft would be a lot less like that and more vulnerable, and, yeah. you know, more a human being. You know, yeah. but yeah, and it's good to see that that she is going to get you know downtrodden and and beaten yeah. not not because obviously we want to see it, but because it's more human. Yes, you yeah. know, it, it, she's in, going into situations. It's more real life like. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and and that's how it should be. And the games are like you say, can be quite can be quite violent. They can yeah. be quite you know dangerous for the main character. So to mm. see that on screen is is a good ad- adaptation. Whereas in yeah. the original ones. I think you see Angelina Jolie get slapped a couple of times and pushed gets and stuff. A, gets a scratch on her arm. Uh, yeah, and that's but pretty you never much feel it. Like she's maybe gets a sexy danger. cut somewhere yeah, on her face. Yeah, yeah it's, it's never just to in- accentuate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never it's never <clears> like <throat> proper dangerous or anything. Whereas the new ones, yeah, well, be. I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah well, we'll yeah, hopefully, this is all based on having seen the trailer that it looks a lot like yeah. they're sticking close to the plot of the first new game, yeah. which 
if they do, I think it'll be a good thing. Mm. I think it'll be a good movie. Well, yeah, I think that yeah. there's a couple of, you know, there are some good games that they can make into decent films that you, well, you hope they would make into decent films. Mm. But, I mean, you know, some honourable <laughs> mentions, Need for Speed. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was awful. Yeah. With, uh, was it Aaron Paul? And Dominic Cooper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both yeah, that good was... actors, both really underperforming. But a poor man's Fast and Furious, basically. Yeah. yeah it was, yeah. It was well, awful. Fast, I mean, Fast and Furious was made out of Need for Speed. It just didn't use the Need for Speed property. No, but right, it was right? a lot. It I was... mean, it's, they, they probably got the idea from that game. That I mean, I, used, I, I loved the game. Yeah. I yeah. loved the game. I thought it was awesome. I used yeah. to always play it, and I thought the film would be good, but no, that was rubbish. Uh, Hitman. With mm. Timothy Oliphant, 2007. <laughs> and they remade and it again. Yeah, yes. Man, Agent 47. I know. And again, again it was poor. The games were brilliant, you know. With Zachary Quinto in it, but not as the main yeah, he was. Man, yeah, some, it was just, it was just <clears> odd. <throat> you know, it was just really odd. Um, Timothy Oliphant, Dougal Scott, it was just meh. Um, we, we Warcraft. Should, this is my favourite. Well, this is not my favourite, but it's not like I would choose this movie above everything else. You, can, you made me watch this. I I'm so happy. I, I've it's seen garbage. it, and it's garbage, guys. What, it's Warcraft? Garbage. Oh, Warcraft. Is I amazing. love it. Rubbish. I think it's brilliant. Awful. No, no. Awful. I've, I've never ever Coming played. Coming from someone that's played World of Warcraft, Andrew. Yeah, just I was awful. Like, you to well, enjoy this is the thing. Parts. I was expecting. Well, I I went in with low expectations because it's a video game movie. Also, I think that's fair enough. I don't even think like, you're 100 percent watching it because I think oh, you're doing something. I was. I was watching it. See, I, and it was I've never played World of Warcraft, but I absolutely loved the film. I loved the, I loved the, the premise of it. I loved the, the difference of it in it because it was very much. It was. It reminded me a little bit of Lord of the Rings type stuff, but it was but a lot more, more entertainment. Yeah, like, <laughs> it was a lot more entertaining. Well, how many how many Oscars did uh, Warcraft win? Was it precisely minus ten? Okay, <laughs> like... let's go from the ground up. I think Travis Fimmel, who plays. Um, that main, really memorable guy. character yes. that like, you can't remember because it was so good. He's a really good actor. I just think he was miscast in that role. He he wasn't suited for it. Yeah. He'd just come out of Vikings, which is an incredible show, and I recommend both of I've you I've started watch watching it. it. Yeah. I've started watching it. You need to watch it. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll see if I've got to, I've got so many shows on my plate, man. Yeah, sure. It's like sure. juggling. I know you the know, feeling. Come on. But um, no, he's an incredible actor, but he, uh, he was cast as like this typical hero role, and I don't think... He can well. I'm sure he can do it. It's just his his mind was probably still in Viking mode, considering he'd just come out of that. And yeah, it was. He he's great at doing like a threatening, like sort of menacing good guy. But I just don't think he was cast correctly for that role. Okay. Um, the rest of the movie, like I think there was some seriously bad acting at certain yes. points. Yeah, there was. Um, I think it was Toby Kebbell who is the voice of Duritan. Yes. Uh, yep. and he does a fantastic job. I think the the best parts of that movie are the orc parts. Yes, absolutely. Like by far, there's far more character interaction, like better sort of act, voice acting work, and maybe even I think it was a lot of mocap work as well. Um, but yeah, I think your problem, Andrew, with it is because it didn't tell a story that you are familiar with. Well, no, I don't think that. I mean, the beginning of. Warcraft. This is no, like no. the very beginning. <clears throat> I understand that, but and there was a it, lot like, to tell. I think, I think it's it, it a it's massively hindered by the the way it's filmed in that it does this kind of is it digital is it not kind of somewhere mishmash in between that actually just looks crap. 
No, it doesn't. Um, oh it looks gosh, fantastic. It looks dreadful. It, it does, does not look good. It looks good. It does look we're, good. We're both yeah, in it agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it's awful. a visual spectacle. A visual spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> it that, is. That's what everyone said about it. Come on, guys. It's that's right. Let, anyway, anyway, let, let's let's anyway. draw a line under yeah, it. Let's draw a line under it. it. I will take. It, it, I'll go outside with you. Punch <laughs> you in the car park about this. Right. No. Anyway, let's draw a line under it. We're running out of time. So. At the end of this show, we've kind of come to the agreement that uh, video game movies, bad. Yeah. Generally uh, speaking. Generally yeah, speaking, yeah, bad. Um, unfortunately, they don't ever seem to come out as well as they, they would hope, um, which mm. is which is disappointing. Uh, except Wreck-It Ralph. Great except Wreck-It Ralph, which isn't based game. on a computer <laughs> game, but has games in it. And it is, it is great. And, right. you know, second one is going to be just as good, I would imagine, if I not better. So. Um, so, yeah. so it's just a shame that those guys in Hollywood can't seem to get it right when actually taking source material from a video game and turning it into a half-decent yeah. film, Yeah, which is a shame. Please make Warcraft 2. No, don't. Don't make Assassin's <laughs> Creed 2, which they yeah. already are, Agreed. which is a damn shame yeah, don't that they already that, are. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the end of the show. That's the end mm-hmm. of an hour. We could actually talk about this for a lot longer. Yeah, we, we, we should could. probably do another show based on this. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which we probably will do at some point. Just to talk about Warcraft. Yeah, how bad yeah. it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. How good it is. Anyway, no, draw no. a line. Draw a line. Um, <laughs> so that's it. That's the end of the show. Um, thank you both for coming in. Thank you. It's, I think this has been probably the most um, laid back and most kind of we've, where we've all had different opinions yes. for a change and not kind of therapeutic. Andrew, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always seem to have a different opinion. But Guess that's who's fine. not coming back? It's because I'm right and they're wrong. Yeah, it, anyway. it, it's fine to have different <clears throat> opinions. We actively encourage it, especially um, when you're right. Uh, if there are <laughs> if there are any films that we've forgotten, please let us know. Uh, comment on the Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. Let us know um, if there's any that you want us to talk about, or any that you actually like, or if you agree or disagree with us. Um, if you can follow us on Facebook FTV Show, if you can also um, follow us on Twitter at the FTV Show and Instagram Film and TV Show, that'd be great. Um, if you are in Peterborough and you are listening, then please join our film club group, Seven Fifty Three Film Club. We've got a lot of big things coming up, um, and also keep an eye on the local gazettes for Hampton, Yaxley, Stanground, uh, the Queen Bee, and the uh, Scene Magazine that you can find at Hampton at Tesco's and uh, all around as well. Um, I do write film reviews in there. As well, let me know what you think. Find me uh, on the social media and let us know. Um, if you are listening on the podcast, you're awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to leave us a message and uh, just share it with your friends as well. If you think that they might like the uh, that the shows that we're doing, then uh, then yeah, please tell them to get in touch. Tell them to um, to to subscribe and to listen. That would be great. Um, and that's it, gentlemen. Thank you very very much. It's been it's been a pleasure today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Finish him.
Y la gratitud que tú nunca vas a ver 